Hello, loyal listeners. In this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and the glorious sidekick that is Sam Robertson, we are going to discuss the fact that your real call, true calls, God calls, are always tested. And that if you are being tested, it is a sign that your call from God is true. Join us in this liberating episode of What the Prophets Say. Well, welcome to another rip-roaring, fast-paced, Holy Ghost, spirit-filled content of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and you... Sam Robertson. How are you, Sam? Yes, I'm good. I'm excited to get back around this table and chat about some meaty content and just some of what we've been hearing God say. It's so. true. So behind the scenes, we record these uh, a few episodes at a time. So we we squirrel away all of our revelation to yeah. bring it back for another three or four episodes of filming and recording. And we are full of the word of the Lord. We are. So it's sunny in Glasgow, in Scotland, which is amazing. Amazing today. It's rare. We have our vitamin C energy drinks by our side and the Spirit of God is in the room. Yes, Yes, it's good. It's good. And what we were just talking about is, uh, uh, do you know, it's funny on my Instagram feed, I think it's my Instagram feed, you know how dreadful I am with social media. (laughs) It's one of them. It, well, one of them. One, one of the feeds. You always laugh that I call it... The YouTube. The YouTube. Yeah, rather than just YouTube. Yeah, but does it not sound better if it's got the the in yeah, front of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Or the Facebook. The Facebook, the Instagram. So on the Instagram feed. The Instagram. Yeah. I'm sure that there are listeners who call it the Instagram. Well, there probably is. You can rate us, let us know. If, <laughs> if you call it that and I am wrong... <laughs> I will repent on one of the next episodes for being wrong. <laughs> it's probably I'll an age thing, yeah. But in my Facebook feed, or in, who knows, um, secular songs with Christian lyrics. Yes. I struggle with that because I can only ever remember the secular lyrics. Because <laughs> you heard the secular version yeah, first. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know Are the, people taking it seriously? I, don't, I think it's hard to worship to a secular song with Christian lyrics. It is. Yes. So when I was growing up, do you remember that the British people appreciate this? I don't know whether you have the same program outside of the British Isles. Do you remember the football program um, match of the day? All oh, right, yeah. Uh, for soccer yeah. and the tune. It was just a tune. <laughs> it was just like a high octane tune. I don't think there were any lyrics to it, but somebody wrote lyrics to it. You've got to give yourself to Jesus. and <laughs> He's son of God who loved you and who died to make you whole and I'm thinking this is a football programme this is a soccer programme this is now just a bit surreal it's the fact that you still you still remember the lyrics to yeah that probably song. 30 it years really later ro- it was written on your insides <laughs> it's what lyrics do you can always call up a lyric you can always call up a, but you and your family are especially talented at that that is a skill that the Stark household have you have a lyric for every There's, situation surely there should be a song for every there situation is, you, sing your way through life that is a talent thank you so <laughs> or, or, yeah. right well let, let's dive into the content of today and we are in Psalm 105 and particularly with reference 
2 verse 19, Psalm 105 verse 19. And here is what that verse says. And then we'll unpack it. And let me just go back to the beginning. It's a beautiful Psalm of giving thanks to the Lord. Um, you'll know uh, the beginning of it. Those of you who are familiar with the Psalms. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Speak of all his wonders. So we know that Psalm and just the glory that we ascribe to the Lord. And then it goes to talk about the seed of Abraham and Jacob and the journey of the generations, uh, eventually mentioning the promised land. But then it says this, um, down in verse uh, um, 19, as I said, actually, go, yeah. let's go from 17, where Joseph is sent ahead of time. It says, Joseph is sent ahead of time, sold as a slave. They afflicted his feet with fetters. He himself was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. So what it's saying here is that Joseph is given as we know in the scriptures, dreams about what his life would become. He's referred to in this psalm, but it says the word of the Lord tested him before it came to pass. The dreams, the call of God in his life, the prophetic utterances in his life tested him before they fully came to pass. And so what I want to say now is real calls are tested. If God prophesies over you, if God gives you a dream for your life, if God raises you up, no matter what age that is, and he speaks over you about what you are to become, this Sam says that word will test you. And that is a sign that the test, that the call and the word is real. And we can go, oh my goodness, I feel in this um, lemon squeezed place, you know, I don't know why I said lemon (laughs) squeeze, but I can be in this squeezed tight place. I can be hard pressed on every side. I can feel afflicted and I can say, oh my, I must have misheard. Oh my, that word over me mustn't have been right. Oh Oh my, my world seems to actually be going in the opposite trajectory to what the word of the Lord spoke. It mustn't be real. I must settle for this second place. I must settle in this disappointment. I must settle in this behind the scenes place rather than realizing that your testing, your hard pressedness, your disappointment, your frustration, your lack, your car crash relationship sometimes are a sign that you are on the right road and that the word of the Lord is testing you. I think we have a really peculiar idea of confirmation. And we think confirmation of my call, when my call is confirmed, it should feel good and everything should just be easy. You know, if my call was real, then surely overnight, everything would just happen. Yes. And our relationship with confirmation is odd because this verse 
and not just here, but in the lives of many others, we're seeing that a call is confirmed by the measure of testing that follows it. And I think, look at David, and he's anointed as king, but then he's in caves and in tests for seven years, and then another seven years after that, still people around him are not Mm recognising him as king. Mm -hmm. So his call was not confirmed by the immediate ascension to the throne. His call was confirmed by seven years of testing and that's what solidified it and i think many people assume when they think they've heard god say this is your call and then it's followed by a season of pressing of testing of loss often it's almost immediately followed by loss oh i must have heard god wrong and that's the conclusion i must have heard god wrong i must be out of his favor i must Mm -hmm. be out of his will i must be out of his purpose and i want to speak to our listeners and say that that often is not the case. In fact, most of the time, you have heard God right, but you've just not understood that a real call is always followed by a real test. And God presses you, God presses you, and he tests you because the test is what actually makes you followable when you are in your call. The test is what gives you authority to lead in that which God has given you a a call to influence in. And I do think then you find yourself in repetitive tests because if you've been faithful in one thing, you get get an upgrade of the covenant or an upgrade of the call. And we're in parable of the talents or the parable of the minors where, you know, you get the well done, good and faithful servant and you get trusted with more. But to have this higher call put upon your life, you then have to go back into the word of the Lord tests you. And that that scriptural principle of the word of the Lord tests him, I don't think we sit in enough. I would want to correlate that and hyperlink that into Timothy, where Paul is saying to Timothy, make a good warfare with your prophetic words. That there's two things going on there, that you make war with your prophetic words. In other words, you uphold them and you apply faith. At the same time, the word of the Lord is testing you. So you've got this Old Testament Psalm 105 concept of the word of the Lord testing you, but also in the book of Timothy in the opening chapters that you make a good warfare with your word. In other words, let me uh, 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 drill that down to a paraphrase. You can never have too much faith about your prophetic words. You can never have too much expectation. You will never be judged by God for having too much faith. Absolutely. God will never say to you, you believed me for too much. He will never say, oh my goodness, you had too much expectation in your heart. Why did you not dull yourself down or dumb yourself down and expect Expect for less. Yeah. You can never, in the limitless kingdom of God, have too much expectation. Come on, and that's a liberation for some of our followers and listeners right now that actually you have been dulled. And some of you have been dulled by your own circumstances, some of your faith has been dulled by a wrong let me keep you in the ground that other people have said to you and actually there is a liberation right now to come back to that faith-filled radical place of I will believe God even if it looks foolish to man it's faithful to God it's faith in God and I do think as well when you read that Sam just before it talks about the word of the Lord mm-hmm. tested him I, I verse 17 it just intrigues me mm-hmm. God had sent 
Joseph ahead of them who was sold as a slave. So his sending began in slavery, that there was a sending into a test and God sent him into a place that then, even though the test was painful, would give him authority to conduct things on a national scale. And the sending of God that is intentional into a hard place, Mm -hmm. into a pressed place, you need to be able to, in those moments, say, God, you've said, and I trust you. God, I have a word. This is what you've said. And in it, I have faith. And actually, you need to be able to view your situation as God views it and not from your perspective. Because I think if some of you, if you felt like God had sent you, then it immediately followed by a season of slavery, you'd be going, something's wrong here. Yes. (laughs) Something's gone wrong. But here we see that actually that was the essential part of Joseph's then call to come to a place of, of leadership. And the point of this is that if the word of the Lord tests you even into the place where you feel afflicted and into slavery, let me read from verse 17 and read the whole thing. He sent a man before them before um, the Canaan situation. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They afflicted his feet with fetters. He himself was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass the word of the Lord tested yeah. him. What a glorious yeah. 17, 18, 19, three verses of understanding the cycles of your call and the fact that in that, and this is the message for today, my friends and our loyal listeners, you must apply extreme expectancy and radical faith to say, I believe. And just where you are right now listening to this, I believe. I believe in the fullness of the call. I'm going to make a warfare over my prophetic words with a level of expectation because, God, you honour those faith levels. And here in all of that, Sam, is my top tip. When I look around the globe at ministers who um, are victorious and overcome versus those who don't and who stumble and fall, uh, and we can measure this in the life of Joseph, I think the question that God always asks when he is testing our calls and using the, our prophetic words as a test to us, he's always asking this question, what or who will comfort you? Yeah. What or who will comfort you? And in essence, we see that people go for alcohol or a physical encounter that they should never have gone to or some sort of perversion. And you see where mankind gets tripped up in their need for comfort. And we watch that in Joseph's life. Would he be comforted by Potiphar's wife? Would he be comforted by gold and glory and position? Would he go into the utter despair of life in the prison? And he goes, uh, you know, as far as I can see, through the comfort tests of where will I find my comfort? And will I allow myself to be seduced into any of those things? And I think for those of us working um, to step into the fullness of our call, which should be all of us, we are being asked comfort tests. What comforts you? And I think those are word of the Lord tests. Absolutely. 
I, totally, totally. And you see what that does in Joseph. And it's not just one test. There's a cycle. And yes. I'm sure there are there were tests that probably aren't even reflected in scripture of money and position and power that constantly would have came to him. And for us, I do think there there has to be a continual searching. Look, there, there, there are tests that are seasonal, but I do think there are tests that are in cycles. Yes. And that cycle of God, do I have a tendency towards a certain comfort mm -hmm. that actually yeah. will cause me to squander my call or to limit my call or to limit what you want to do? And I do think in this, it's a really odd prayer, but in the testing, I think you need to pray, I choose the test. Yes. And I know it sounds weird because who wants to choose a test? But actually, I choose the test. I choose the measuring. I choose, God, your searching of me because I know that I come out better because of it. And the sense yeah. of, of, as David prayed, you know, search me, oh God. But but the choosing and the prayer that doesn't doesn't just mm -hmm. say, you know, God, I will, I will have faith and I will believe you at your word. But God, I choose mm -hmm. the test and I choose to set celebrate in the test for from it I know that I'll be someone that you can trust and I choose you as my comfort and I choose you as yeah. my comfort and I do think there is a, a what you're pushing us into there very helpfully Sam is the the attitude that wins in life absolutely and the attitude that wins in life is this arms wide posture of I am grateful totally. for this twist and turn. What can I learn? What, what can I learn? learn? What, what can I learn? learn? Yeah. Can I tell you if you apply a, what can I learn, God? How can I um, do better through this? What do I need to shift in myself? And there's a gleefulness about it. And that's not just, am I teachable or yeah, am I no. unteachable? It's actually putting your teachability into the joyous yeah. place it's anticipation. of is the anticipation yeah. of the learning and the teachability, totally. joyous teachability, that says, I know real calls yeah. are tested. Amen. I'm going to have joyful teachability yeah. in the test of my call, and I'm going to realign so that comfort is only found in you, my king. Mm, that's good. Wow. What deep and rich thoughts that we get to sit in. I bless you, our loyal listeners, to switch and upgrade your thinking into joyful teachability and know that in the test, your call is real. We'll see you again for another episode very soon of What the Prophets Say. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. If you would like to go deeper with us, you would be very welcome to join our network, the Global Prophetic Alliance. You can find that at propheticscots.com, where we have a comprehensive training program to lead you into deeper realms of the Spirit of God and encounter. If you feel a call and a pull to deliverance ministry, you can download my latest e-course, which is a comprehensive overview of getting people free from demonic oppression, you'll find that at demonbusting.com. Join us on these different platforms for more interaction with Emma Stark, Sam Robertson and the GPA team.